You are listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode 11. In this episode, I'm interviewing Michelle Finn of Jubilee of Wellness, a CBD and essential oil company. Michelle created her very own line a few years ago and provides customers and students with support and guidance needed when first starting out using these products. We discuss how to get started using CBD and essential oils and how beneficial they can be to your health and well-being. A little disclaimer before we start, we are not providing medical advice on this show. Please consult your doctor before you start using CBD or essential oils. This was really an awesome episode. I learned so much from Michelle. She is a dear friend and she is one of the most amazing women and entrepreneurs that I know. I know you will enjoy this episode, so let's get started. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog, Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. All right, guys, I am so excited for our guest today. She's a good friend of mine. Her name is Michelle Finn, and she is the owner and creator of Jubilee of Wellness, which is a really awesome CBD and essential oil line, all of her own. So I am so excited for her to come on and kind of get us some information on what they mean and how you use them and how you can get started. So thanks for coming, Michelle. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. So if you could just kind of give us a little bit, um, tell us about yourself and about your business, how you kind of got started with um, CBD and essential oils and Absolutely. Just like creating your own line, which is just so cool. Thank you. Yeah. I never had the intentions of doing this. Um, I was really just making sugar scrubs and having fun with essential oils. Like most people who run into them, you know, a neighbor had brought some over because of a bug bite and I started making sugar scrubs and fun things to uh, share the holidays. And, um, just kind of fell in love because I've always been a little bit of a naturalist, you know, and to have, to have that plant in a bottle almost, you know, it was just phenomenal. Blew me away. Um, well then, uh, we got some, um, rough news, which is, it's amazing because a lot of lines that are like privately owned started with a story like this. Mm -hmm. My mom, um, was diagnosed with cancer with leukemia. And so our world just kind of got turned upside down. And so I started pulling in all the knowledge that I had learned about, you know, um, herbal teas and, you know, making my own salves and, and researching the essential oils. And so I just, I started diving into the, um, the aromatherapy community and I had no idea that there is like this network of aromatherapists that have been, you know, some of them have been doing this for 30 years and they can break down the molecule of lavender, you know, as well as any chemist. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's amazing. It's phenomenal. So I found that community and they were very welcoming, you know, let the people that I met, um, know that my mom had leukemia and I was just trying to help her. So, um, it was, it was, that is how I got started and just finding how, 
how simple it is to use essential oils Mm -hmm. and the powerful changes that can occur just from someone smelling lavender. Yeah. Um, You know, my mom was going through a really, really rough treatments. Uh, She did traditional treatments. And um, so just getting her to come to that place of wanting to heal from that was really what I was doing with the essential oils before I knew hardly anything about them. Right. So uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about your line and like the products you offer and and how you like started your business? Sure. Um, So it just so happened, I was listening to um, um, a a podcast about, or I guess it was a, it was a web, a seminar or I, you know, I don't know, online summit. (laughs) That's what it was an online summit about essential oils. And this was six years ago. And it turns out that one of the leading essential oil experts in the world lives in my hometown. So (laughs) I I did not stalk him. I did not. It was (laughs) challenging, (laughs) but I was, I, you know, I reached out and I was like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. And Mm he um, recommended some, um, basically who are now, you know, my essential oil gurus. And, um, he's like, this is who you need to learn from. And I was like, okay, I'm on it. And so I reached out to them, uh, joined their membership and, um, you know, I'm, I'm now studying to be a aromatherapist and getting so close oh, <laughs> to that's awesome. register aromatherapist. Yes. That's so it's cool. a process. Is it? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's wonderful. I love yeah. the science. I love geeking out and I love being able to help other people learn how to use oil safely. Like that is huge for me because right. there's so much misinformation on the internet. Yeah. So you um, don't just, I mean, I know this, but you don't just sure. sell your oils and CBD. You educate, you're really interested in, and that's a big part of the services Thank that you, you provide. Absolutely. That is where my heart is. Um, mm-hmm. My, I got started at the farmer's market. So, you mm-hmm. know, after meeting these people and um, finding out about CBD and, you know, using all these products, my mom, um, the, the, the CBD company I was buying from, they're like, you know, you really need your own line. You know, you're devoted, wow, really? your heart is mm-hmm. into this. Yeah. And I was like, what? Nobody does that. <laughs> and right. Um, but they were like, you know what, we have all the connections. We need people like you out there. Please, please go, go teach, go share, go share these products. That's cool. And um, yeah. they helped me create my own line. So tell me how that works. Cause I'm kind of interested, like, how do you um, have farms that you work with? And then you work with the, like how, like, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't then either. <laughs> <laughs> so for the CBD, I get to work directly with farmers that live an hour and a half from me. So I get to go to the facility where the CBD is processed. You know, I see Mm -hmm. the, the, um, the hemp piled up and I get to buy directly from the farmer who is a veteran who grows organic. He grows hemp organically and Mm -hmm. was just certified organic. So, um, pretty soon I'm going to have, um, USDA certified on my CBD. Yes. Very excited about that. (laughs) Um, it's also lipid infused. So it keeps all the cannabinoids uh, like CBD, uh, CBA, Mm -hmm. THCA keeps all those things intact. And then with the essential oils, I have one, um, one company that I buy from and they travel all over the world. And they're the ones that have those connections with the, um, the distillers and the farmers. And so it's a trusted source for me. And, you know, it's quite an undertaking to find a a true source for an essential oil. Really? But I, it's, it's been mind blowing because 
when I, when I was launching my line and there, there, this, this, um, these people like really took me in and, you know, helped me get this going. Mm -hmm. And I found out that you don't have to pay $90 for frankincense. Like (laughs) the the fact that those other companies are charging that kind of money when they are buying at the level, you know, the bulk purchases that they make, they are billion dollar companies for a reason. Like, yeah. and frankincense is one of my favorites, but it is mm-hmm. expensive if you buy it other companies. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm able to offer a 15 ml of frankincense for $58. Wow. And yeah. I'm a very small, you know, well, I'm not as small as I used to be, yay. <laughs> but you know, I'm, right. <laughs> I'm an independently owned company. I don't have corporate backing or anything. Yeah. And so for me to be able to create a business and out of the gate, I can offer frankincense for $58. That's, you know, I feel like that's a fair price. And then it also um, shows me what these, some of these other companies are doing. Right. Very cool. So if you could, let's like you have, so you have essential oils and CBD. So let's talk about like Mm -hmm. CBD to start. Um, So I'm Mm -hmm. sure you come across people that have certain misconceptions or certain ideas about how CBD is and what it's used for. So could you just kind of tell us, explain exactly what it is and kind of tell us what some of those misconceptions are that you come across? Absolutely. And I will say the tides are turning for the better. That's good. Um, When I first started my business three years ago, I would show up at the farmer's market with a bottle of, you know, my CBD stand and essential oils. And the people would be looking, they're like, Oh, what you got? And then they would see CBD and some of them, like they would pucker. I mean, like, you know, (laughs) they would just look around like, Oh my gosh, I got caught at the pot shack, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, I'm a mom. I'm in the PTO. Like (laughs) that is not what I do. Mm -hmm. So, um, so CBD comes from the hemp plant. Mm -hmm. Uh, The hemp plant is a cannabis plant. So marijuana is a cannabis plant and hemp is a cannabis plant, Mm -hmm. but marijuana is grown for a high THC Mm -hmm. um, where hemp is grown for a high CBD. And it's almost like you can get different kinds of tomatoes. Like you can buy a tomato that's, that's low moisture. That's good for um, making sauces, Mm -hmm. or you can buy a tomato that is a really good slicer, you know, all different shapes and sizes. They're still tomatoes. And that's kind of how cannabis is, you know, marijuana is one type of cannabis. Hemp is another type of cannabis. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And And that's a really good way to say it because I think there's just, just not an understanding there for a lot of people, but it makes sense. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. And so the hemp is highly regulated. You know, you'll hear people say, oh, it's not regulated. And granted, if you go into a gas station and you're buying CBD, there's no, you know, there's no telling if you're getting a good product or if you're getting something that was grown in China five years ago. And you know, sprayed with who knows what, like you really do need a clean source for your Mm -hmm. CBD to know that you're getting a good product. But companies um, that are following the rules, there are very strict rules and that plant is tested from like the seed has to be registered with the state. Um, The person growing that seed has to be registered with the state. Um, the state comes out and tests the plant for the THC, uh, which is what gets you high. Right. Um, it, they come out and test it to make sure that it does not get past 0.3%. Right. 
which honestly, it would take a lot more than 0.3% to get anybody a buzz, but that's legally where they've put the that's limit. For, so. Yeah. So that's what their requirements is. It has to be under that for, to qualify for CBD, you're saying. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, if you're in one of the states where THC is legal, then they can grow a plant that has, you know, 14% THC and 14, you know, 18% CBD. And, mm-hmm. you know, they can grow it um, with different regulations, but I'm in Indiana where marijuana is not legal. So all of my hemp products, all of my CBD is going to be the 0.3% or less. Mm-hmm. So that's all compliant. Well, all right. That makes sense. And that's just, it's not as complicated when you say all that, you know, and not as scary, I guess, for some people. Good. Yeah. So that's good. Um, so how would someone get started with CBD? I mean, I'm sure there's a level of curiosity of a lot of people. So now that they understand what it is and, and the difference in, you know, THC versus CBD, how would you take your first step towards using it? How do you use it? What is it used for? The, the question I ask people when they come to me at the farmer's market, and I wish I could talk to everyone face to face because it's so great to be able to share with someone exactly how to use it, how to get started, you know, and come up with the perfect regiment for them. Right. So what I, what I always ask people is, you know, what is it you need help with? Is it for pain relief or is it more for anxiety? Because those are two of the big ones. And if it's for pain relief, you're going to want a full spectrum and a full spectrum means it's like the whole orchestra of the plant. Nothing has been removed. It'll still have the low THC because that's legally it has to, but it's grown for a high CBD. And that tiny amount of THC is actually very beneficial. It's almost like you don't want to take the, you don't want to take the violin out of the orchestra, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And the CBD is kind of the conductor. It, it, it is what it's grown for and it pulls everyone, you know, it keeps all the cannabinoid. It's the leading cannabinoid okay. in CBD in the hemp products. And there's another one um, that is lab created and it's more for anxiety and um, stress relief. And it's also for people who might get drug screened at work. Okay. Because the full spectrum, it can build up in your system. And if you're, say you're a pilot or a nurse or work in Mm -hmm. construction, it can set off a a positive. Okay. Well, those things are definitely good to know, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So I do, at the end, I'm definitely going to ask you about any resources you have or how people can contact you. Cause I know you are such an amazing resource for people getting started and, uh, you know, just going on, on their journey of essential oils and CBD use. Thank you. Um, So what about, so, well, let me think. So CBD you have, you said the big ones are for anxiety and for, for pain, for chronic pain or pain in general. Is that what you see mostly for your, your customers? I do. And a lot of chronic illnesses um, can be helped with CBD and we can't even explain exactly what's happening. Um, my mom is a big example of this and we actually did find an explanation, but I, I didn't even know it existed. Um, so a lot of people with chronic pain, you know, they've had medications, they've tried this, they've tried that, you know, and they're left with this chronic illness like Crohn's, um, you know, I, yeah. um, I, 
I keep trying to say IBM, <laughs> IBS, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just, it's not fun to be stuck with something that causes right. you grief every single day of your life and try to function and have a positive life. Mm-hmm. It's very challenging. Right. And a lot of people with chronic illnesses that have turned to CBD have seen a lot of improvement and it's like not, I don't even have all of the science for every single ailment that I've mm-hmm. seen be helped because the, the science is out there, but a lot of it's done in other countries, like say mm-hmm. Israel or Germany. And, you know, the U S is just now opening up in the, in the last few years um, for that type of research. Mm-hmm. We've kind of, we had the door shut on it for a long time. Wow. So my mom has something called um, graft versus host disease. And it's caused by the bone marrow transplant that was required to get rid of the cancer because her cancer just would not leave the building. And it was a doozy, like it's full body radiation, you know, all of these things. It was was rough. Um, So when she, she was having hospital stay after hospital stay and she would come out and she would be in pain from sleeping in the hospital bed. And so finally I was like, mom, will you take 25 milligrams of CBD in the morning and 25 at night every day, just for two weeks, just try it. Let's see how you feel. Cause I'm thinking it's going to help her sleep. Yeah. It's going to help reduce her arthritis. It's going to help reduce her pain and it's going to calm her nerves. So she did, she was, and she told me, she's like, I was like, whatever, it's not going to work. But since you work so hard to take care of me, I'll, I'll be nice and take it, you know? <laughs> right. So she took it. And so after the first couple of weeks, she's like, huh, I think I'm starting to, I'm starting to sleep a little better. My night terrors are going away. You know, that's mm-hmm. cool. We're like, awesome. <laughs> and then, so it's like 30 days and we didn't have a hospital visit and we used wow. to have one to three hospital visits a month. Yeah. And wow. it was rough. So, and that went on for like over a year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Hey mom, 30 days, no hospital <laughs> visits. This is awesome. And then it was 60 days. And then it was 90 days. Wow. And then we're catching on that. Like this CBD is changing her yeah. wow. in her body. Like it's healing things that we could not heal with traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. And it was mind blowing. Um, Cause I had it in my basement the whole time. And she, you know, for a long time, right. this whole, yeah. and she was only taking it sporadically. Um, so it turns out we've, I found out um, from a friend of mine in the hemp community, cause I'm a member of the Midwest hemp council. Uh, found out that there are actually studies that show that CBD holds back the graft versus host disease, which Mm. is what was attacking her lungs and causing chronic pneumonia and putting her in the hospital repeatedly. And she's even been on a ventilator over it. Like we had been through hell, honestly, it was really rough. Yeah. And all we had to do is try CBD (laughs) like every day, you know, keep take it daily. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Thank you. It was baffling. It's been over a year now. She's had one hospital stay in the last year and that was uh, bacterial meningitis, which she got through. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, that definitely is a testament to it. And um, I think that this will inspire a lot of people to just maybe even take that first step towards researching and, and, you know, like you said, maybe trying it for two weeks and and um, so if you guys have any questions, definitely check Michelle out because she is such a great support and resource. Um, okay. So your essential oil line, um, can we, can you tell me a little bit of what you offer in that and what kind of oils you have, how extensive your, your lineup is? 
Sure. Yeah. So that, you know, with the essential oils, um, I'm just flabbergasted that I've been able to bring this to the community because, you know, there are thousands of CBD companies, like even locally, there are a handful of good CBD companies. I have to say not all of them get to work directly with the farmers like I do. Mm -hmm. And I would highly recommend finding someone who works directly with the farmer because one lower prices two better quality. Mm -hmm. So with the essential oils, you know, I can't grow a frankincense tree here in Indiana, you know? (laughs) Right. So, Um, it's not as simple to source essential oils as it is CBD. Okay. And so they come from all over the world, but it's phenomenal because my, my supplier will be in Spain or they will be in Greece, you know, and I'm seeing pictures from the farms they're visiting from the, you know, the massive, um, vats of plant material that are being Mm -hmm. turned into lavender, you know, just amazing. And so I love being able to introduce a clean line of essential oils to people Mm -hmm. because what a lot of people don't realize is that fragrances are different than essential oils. Um, If, if you go to a store and you buy a lavender bath wash, you know, body wash or something, Mm -hmm. chances are there's no true lavender in that bottle. And even if you buy a bottle of essential oils from Walgreens, there is no guarantee there's one drop of a true lavender in that bottle. Mm-hmm. So is it just a <laughs> mixture of a blends of different chemicals and stuff? Is that what? Yes. It's synthetically yeah. manufactured. Mm-hmm. A true essential, <clears throat> excuse me, a true essential oil is not synthetically manufactured. I mean, sometimes they have to like rectify a plant so that when they, you, you do use it as, as an essential oil, it's safer for your skin. Okay. That's only done for safety purposes when it's a good line. Um, when you buy again from like Walgreens or Walmart or something, and you get like a trio of essential oils for $20, mm-hmm. that is not going to, those are not going to be true quality essential oils. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So they, they can take a plant, like any kind of um, something that's in the family of, mm-hmm. or they can just even create, create it from say canola and put, um, put fragrance in it. Mm -hmm. So what kind of uses would people use essential oils for? I mean, I know aromatherapy is a big one and I love using it, um, for that purpose, but what other kind of uses can you use it for? Sure. So, um, when I first started and what, one of the things that made me a believer Um, Because I was using it aromatically, but I had not learned how to use it on my skin yet. Mm -hmm. And I was driving down the road and something, I had sandals on, it was summer. Something stung the bottom of my foot as I was driving. And I was like, ow, (laughs) what just happened? You know, and like they had this sensation and I was like, oh, what can I do? What can I do? And um, I had a roller bottle of lavender in my purse right next to me. So I grabbed my... um, unzipped it, grabbed my roller bottle, got my foot up there and rolled it on my foot. I'm, I'm pretty sure I pulled over in gas station and just did this and like lickety yeah. split. And yeah. I'm not expecting much. I'm just hopeful because it stings. Right. <laughs> so I get going back down the road and I'm like, wait a minute, is, did that really stop hurting? <laughs> that can't be, you know, wow. I was in disbelief, true disbelief that mm-hmm. it stopped hurting so quickly. 
And so it's, it's things like topically, um, bugs, bites, stings, rashes. Yeah. You do always want to make sure that your essential oils are diluted. Um, the big company that I used to buy from one of, one of the bigger ones, one of, one of the two, you know, mm-hmm. I went to a, when I was, before I knew that, um, there were safe practices and not safe practices. I went to one of their events and they were telling us to put peppermint directly on our skin. Wow. Yeah. I have friends who are allergic to peppermint now because they were also part of that Mm -hmm. um, environment and they had also been told to put peppermint on their skin directly and are now allergic. They can't even diffuse peppermint or be in a room where peppermint is being diffused. Yeah. Wow. So you always want to dilute to um, a roller bottle. When I make a roller bottle, it has about 10 to 15 drops of the essential oil. Mm -hmm. The rest is fractionated coconut oil. And that's okay. not to be cheap. That's because that's the correct dilution rate. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to be putting like just raw or whatever the term is like right on your skin, especially if you're not knowledgeable, um, you know, it can cause, all, yeah, it can cause burns. It can cause all kinds of crazy stuff. I knew that at least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And some people think that there's a big problem with animals and essential oils, and there's really not a problem with diffusing. Mm-hmm. you can, diff- you can diffuse whatever you want. If the animal doesn't like it, they're going to leave the room. You know, yeah. if it's causing them harm, they're going to leave the room. Yeah. What you don't want to do. And, and this is where the problems come in is people are like, Oh, my dog has a tick bite. I'm going to, I read, you can put a eucalyptus on a tick. Mm-hmm. So then they're putting drops of a eucalyptus directly on their mm-hmm. dog's skin. That's going to burn. You know, that's eucalyptus yeah. is wonderful, but it's also a very strong oil. Mm-hmm. You don't want to put it directly on your skin or. Yeah. Pets. All right. So what are your five favorite essential oils? Okay. Okay. My five favorite. <laughs> is that hard? <laughs> it is. It is yeah. very hard because they're all my favorite when they're yes. in my hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will say the one I go to the, the most often, um, would have to, it's so hard to say. Yeah. I, I love blends, but to get into those blends, um, mm-hmm. eucalyptus is a big one because yeah. it's really good for airways, opening airways. And also, um, it's good for, it, it wakes me up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it puts a little pep on my step and I like to mix that with tea tree and, um, and uh, peppermint. And I have a blend called cold relief. And those are the three oils in there. Mm. Um, I love orange. I have a sweet orange from Greece and it's just so cheerful, you know, like if I'm, if I'm, you know, I'm a caregiver, my mom's handicapped from the cancer. She's in a wheelchair most of the time. And Mm -hmm. we have a lot of doctor's visits. Um, she has a really hard time keeping up with all the phone calls, paperwork, you know, all that. So I'm basically her secretary, her counselor, her caregiver, like, you know, yeah. Yes. (laughs) And I, and I have my own kids in this business and my husband. So yeah. Um, So I will say orange and frankincense. I love putting orange and frankincense together and also spruce. Um, Mm. That trio is so grounding yet uplifting spiritually for me. Yeah. Um, the frankincense is, it's just, it's almost like somebody puts their hand on your heart and says, it's going to be okay. You know, that's <laughs> right. what frankincense does for me. Um, the spruce, it just reminds me of the wilderness. So when I, whenever I'm diffusing spruce, it just makes me feel like I'm safe and home. Mm-hmm. And then sweet orange is just 
joyful. And just knowing that somewhere over in Greece, there is a grove of oranges and mm -hmm. someone's probably looking at the Mediterranean Sea while they, you know, are harvesting those oranges. It just paints yeah. pictures for me, all these fragrant, all these yeah. fragrant oils that just smell amazing. Well, I'm so excited that you, you came on here. So thank you so much for sharing all this knowledge. Where can um, my listeners find you? Sure. Um, I have a website, Jubilee of Wellness, mm -hmm. and it is honestly under construction at the moment because I am building a membership course. Actually, oh, it's not cool. even a course. It's an essential oil membership. I was doing the course thing for so long and yeah. then I just discovered that I was like, you know what? I don't want to put it all in a package. Like I want to keep going with it. Like I yeah. want to teach every week. So That's cool. I'm going to have an oil of the month. Thank you. Yeah. So my plan is, and what, or what I'll be doing is say, if I ship out Clary Sage is I believe going to be their first oil of the month, it'll be the, the 15 ml and then a matching roller bottle. And then all through the month in a private group, we'll be teaching about that oil, sharing recipes, mm -hmm. having a live Q and a, and so we'll do that every month. That's exciting. Well, I, I definitely, um, let me know and I'll, I'll post that stuff in my links because I'll be interested in joining that as well. Um, yeah, thanks. Because that sounds like like interesting because you can, you know, you'll have your oil and you can kind of um, set aside like a month to focus on it. So, you know, after a mm -hmm. year, how many you'll be, you know, you'll know all kinds of oils. That's really great. Absolutely. I like that idea. Yes. You know, I've tried to teach, you know, like just let someone reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm interested in orange. And then I give mm -hmm. them the information, but I, right. it's so scattered to try to do that. I'm like, we all need to come together and learn together, support yeah. each other. You know, we're, I know that I'm not going to be the only person there with awesome information. Mm -hmm. So say if you were in the group and somebody was like, you know, I've been wanting to make something for my garden um, to keep the bugs off. And then, you know, you would be like, oh yeah, this is what I use to keep bugs off. You know, like it's going right. to be a very knowledgeable community. So I'm super excited about it. That's awesome. And I, I do, I, I mean, I use your oils. I, I love them. I have, you know, with my simple living DIY course, I, you know, promote your oils and I have used them in all of those recipes. So thank I'm really you. excited to uh, share this with my audience. So thank you so, again, thank so much for, for coming on. So glad to be here. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year. The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available and you can grab it for free at www.savemyveggies.com. If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. This guide also includes a month-by-month -month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high-quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at